Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How are we doing Dave? Yeah, not bad. We realise that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown... We had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yeah. talked about bags. We've talked about battle of the treks. We talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff. And we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts? Because like you said, Dave, they're, they're sitting down listening for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is a great format. You can do it on the go, put it in your car, listen to it. It's a bit interactive, so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, but if you're listening to this, obviously, yeah. um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear, uh, podcast at evertrack.co.uk. Awesome, Dave. Yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, all the best. Now, we wanted to um, look at some of the routes that we, um, uh, you know, we already do, the circular routes, but obviously, um, with um, obvious plug there, Dave, head aside. Head aside. There's three peaks. We're doing yep. three peaks trip, are we? Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, so you've got the biggest in the middle. That's Penavan, Cordy. <laughs> is that what it is? I thought one looks like Ben Nevis a bit, doesn't it? But uh, no, no, uh, all, all jokes aside, we're very excited. Obviously, going to be talking about Tour de Mont Blanc today, mm-hmm. um, which is a trip we wanted to launch for some time. We finally got the itinerary um, kind of nailed down. Um, but yeah, we're very, very excited. Um, yeah, we're going to be going out there um, this year and, and kind of you know making sure it's all good before... The first trip dates that we've got uh, for 2024. Yeah, um, there will be more dates coming out, but we've um, we're doing it kind of uh, because of the, the types of trips, and especially in Europe. Um, I think one thing we've learned, you know, we're doing all of our trips in Nepal, um, in you know South America, in Tanzania, Morocco. Um, it's very different actually to to the trips in Europe in terms of the logistics, Dave, isn't it? And mm-hmm. um, so it has taken us a little a little bit longer. So thanks to everyone for bearing with us yep. um, who's been interested in Tour de Mont Blanc. We got quite a big waiting list, which was great. Um, but yeah, we're we're really excited, and this is the first of many this year, so very exciting. Um, yeah, but now it's there, we will go into that. <laughs> and I feel bad talking about Tour de Mont Blanc, yeah. but we're gonna go and actually talk about something else first. Do you know what I think we should do? <laughs> okay, you should get like a velvet curtain, you know, that hides it, and then we can like do a reveal uh, for the whiteboard. For the whiteboard, yeah. Wow, a little okay. velvet curtain that we can um, do reveals. That'll be good, on. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, mic cutting in and out, Steve. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully your um, <laughs> the speakers are okay there, Steve, because um, it's definitely not us. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully, I don't know, but Tom, um, how you doing, mate? Tom, um, yeah, first Tuesday, first Tuesday off in three years, and you're joining us. Well done, Tom. I hope life is treating you well, mate. That's the, um, that's the length, that's the waiting list to join the Tuesday tune-in, that is, you know, that, that's, it took three years, it took right? three years to go, wow. which is ironic, because um, that's how long ago we started. Yeah, that is interesting. It is actually, isn't it? It's been three years since we, well, obviously the Tuesday tune-in, but also since we started to actually plan Tour de Mont Blanc. It's been a, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while in the making. It feels like three um, years anyway. Yeah, it, it does. And I think this is our 141st episode episode what, on the tuesday tune-in. the tuesday tune in which we actually started i think it's 41 hours imagine if i spent that time in the gym wow yeah <laughs> imagine um but no it's great um uh, great to have everyone on and uh, uh jerome are the mont blanc details on the on your website yes they are um now we've kind of 
what we're going to do after the Tuesday tune in is actually um, drop everyone an email as well, put it in the uh, Evertrekkers group. Um, we did have um, we, we did send a couple of details out yesterday for everyone who's in um, uh, the summit zone because they do get uh, exclusive first access for our trip um, uh, for our new trip. So, yeah, they did have the the, the offer of that first um, and then obviously we're open up to the wider community. So, yeah, we'll be doing that this afternoon and obviously we'll be putting the link on in here as well. But just want to point out, Laura Collins has just turned up at 12.36. Wow, Laura, what happened to the alarm? And what le level of tardiness do you call that? <laughs> I mean, she set herself up at such a high standard, you know. Well, because she was first every she time. She was first for, every time, the first international buff winner. That's right, she was. Um, she was. So does that mean Sophie gets a buff then today? Well, you have to, May, don't you? Dave. Ah, oh, so whoever's listening, can they remind me to uh, send Sophie a buff? Yeah, actually, Sorry. Sophie, can you email in? <laughs> and, uh, she's like i have to address. email him yeah, yeah that's the rules you have to email in and, then, we'll, and then we'll send a buff yeah <laughs> well laura i'm you know i'm yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that buff um i remember that when when she won um a while back now but it was it was it was great yeah um yay so sophie's happy she's happy, happy days yeah. great stuff um right but we're gonna kind of sideswipe a bit because i do want to talk about the circular routes now obviously there was there had to be a little link to tour de Montblanc. we couldn't just yeah go straight in with tour de Montblanc. Oh um and you know with the circular routes and the circular trips that we do they are really popular and you know you look at uh, you know our most popular trips you're looking at uh, Everest Base Camp which is the, especially the classic route which is essentially up and back but the circular routes tend to be a bit more challenging don't they thinking about it you think of mm. the three the three passes route we think of Gokyo Valley which is a circular route yeah we think of the eight-day Tupgal trek which Okay, is is probably less challenging than the weekender, based on physicality. But you go over some decent altitude. Annapurna circuit. Um, the Annapurna circuit. You know, some great routes. Okay, in bracket training weekend. Is that okay? That that that, that qualifies, does it? <laughs> you know, let me tell you, I've done some tough days up there. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been tough, isn't it? But circular routes do do tend to be a bit longer, a bit more challenging. So you know, they're not for the faint-hearted. But you know, if you obviously if you're on the Tuesday tune in, you're in the in the right place. Um, but with circular routes, it certainly takes a bit more planning as well, because essentially you're not retracing your steps. You're following a, a, a kind of an itinerary or a route that kind of goes off to some remote region and then back um, a different way. And we've kind of looked at the altitude profiles and, and, and especially if you're thinking about the, the three passes route, Dave. Yeah. Probably the hardest route we do in the Everest region. I think it? so, yeah. De well, it is definitely the hardest trek that yeah. we do, short of climbing yeah. a peak and including a high mountain, mm. um, because it, it, you spend such a prolonged time, yeah, above like four thousand meters, that it does start to take its toll. So, yeah, pretty much when you get to Dingboche, you're not going to go below, sort of, um, you know, four thousand meters for a very very long <coughs> time. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, we're on the Everest region. You've got a few more days until you like tag base camp and come back. Yeah. Also, you've got those high passes as well. Each one of those is an incredible challenge. But what I love about circular routes, and it's mm -hmm. one thing that I struggle with when I yeah. do, when I, I always say to you when I do EBC, yeah. like, first time I did it, it was fine. And then when I went back and did it a second time, I, I, could, I was like, oh, going back the way I came. <laughs> You know, you love that, like, because you get to see, you get to see the, what you climbed up in a different way, in a different view, in a different yeah. mindset. But some people do struggle with retracing their steps. Um, with a circular route, yeah. I don't have a sense of having completed the trek until I've completed the trek. Yeah, because you, you've got no choice. Because right? you, yeah, so, you got so no choice, when yeah. you start 
like when you reach base camp, mm. you know, or when you reach the summit of Kili or something like that, yeah. there is this, you know, tendency sometimes when people do get to base camp, done it. Yeah, I suppose. But they've still got three long days long ahead day, of them. Pretty long days. Yeah, when yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah. any type of circular trek, like whether it be the three peaks on Annapurna, yeah. base camps on the journey. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. for me, I don't know it's why, true. but it changes my mindset. But you are dead right about the nav. Like if you're doing any type of route back home or anything like that, and you are planning a route, um, one of the tools I know we yeah. use a lot is Fat Maps. Yeah, I um, think, uh, you know, we, we, we'll give a little bit of a plug to, to, to Fat Maps because, um, you know, they're recently joined us actually as a, as, as a partner. Yeah. Um, we've got a great relationship with Fat Maps, um, who were actually acquired by Strava quite recently. So if any Strava users out there, you'll be seeing. Fat maps more involved, I'm sure, as they kind of integrate it into Strava. Um, but essentially, yeah, when we're talking about circular routes, it's always been a kind of app I use to find routes, you know, especially if I'm looking in the UK, and uh, there's routes that I think, okay, um, if I want to do a circular route in Brecon Beacons, I haven't really done before, um, you know, uh, North Wales, Peak District, Lake District, Scotland, um, you know, even, you know, down, uh, you know, talking about Dartmoor, if you go to fat maps and, and you can uh, there's little you can change a little set in there and it's um you can see what other people have done um and it's quite interesting because in, you can kind of almost grab that and say right i'm going to give that a go and obviously you know do your research make sure that you've got adequate equipment all that stuff um, but fat maps is a really good tool to look at those kind of circular routes yeah um <clears throat> and obviously it has 3d uh, kind of model as well so you can see what sort of terrain you're, you're going to go on and if you're going through valleys or, or glens, you can you can kind of see we got free trial where you're well, going. Um, Evertrackers will do, yeah. It's still um, so basically we're kind of in talks at the moment. We'll let everyone know about this, and we'll share it in the group. The uh, Evertrackers can get a, a 30 day free trial with whoops um, with. <laughs> Did you reset? <laughs> I know. Typically, I've got a, a new new bracelet, and uh, yeah, um, I have to watch when I, when I put that. Um, yeah, so there will be, if you've got a 30-day free trial with Fat Maps, give it a go. Um, we'll let everyone know once that is actually live. Um, it's literally in the next several days. So, um, yeah, Rosie uh, has, has been on to us and said, like, make sure you mention it. Mm -hmm. So I mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> No, but um, it is, uh, it's going to be really good. It's a really good tool. And, yeah, we've, um, they're, they're, they're someone I've used a lot. Yeah. More so as well, actually, Marky V will, will, will probably know that in the skiing world, um, and actually, Fat Maps is used quite a lot. Uh, in the hiking world, it's kind of uh, com coming back a bit now in terms of uh, the, the the kind of routes. Um, yeah. So when again we were looking at obviously Mont Blanc, looking at Tour de Mont Blanc, and when we looked at that route and looking at itineraries, you know, we always like to be a bit different, don't we? And um, essentially, there were a lot of places where you got to skip parts. And also as well, there are a lot of places where you can walk through villages or roads rather than actually trekking. And we thought, well, let's try and minimize that as much as possible. That, that, that doesn't mean there aren't areas where you do walk through villages and you do walk. Uh, you do get transferred because it's otherwise it can take a whole month to do the whole the Tour de Mont Blanc. But actually with us, we, we're going to do it across nine days. So it's actually eight days trekking, several days full trekking, but on the on the one day when you arrive. You do trek in the afternoon, so it's got seven and a half days trekking. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously you got the day you leave as well. So it's a nine day trip, eight days essentially that you're on the, the, the mountain, um, trekking around uh, through um the three countries. Dave, any guesses on the flags? Yeah, so uh, 
this one I believe is that's Wales, <laughs> Scotland, England. Wow. Um, um, to anyone from Wales, Scotland, England, apologies. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. So our route is. I'm really excited to do it as well because I think most of the the routes that you would do the tour the Mont Blanc yeah. on they start and end in Chamonix. Yeah. Which is you know an epically popular um, ski resort town and, and you know a hub of mountaineering in the region as well. Yeah. But one of the issues with that, and it is a popular tour, is that you do tend to get very busy in that area. Yeah. Um, as a lot of people setting off from the same place at the same time and returning to the same place at the same time. Yes. So we actually start ours in a different place in Italy, um, which, you know, although still popular, <coughs> is in Chamonix. We do pass through Chamonix. Um, yeah. But we don't start and end our tour there. We start and end our tour in Italy. In Cormier. In Cormier. village called Cormier. It's a beautiful little Alpine village. Yeah. Anyone's ever been to kind of no the, the northern part of Italy, you'll know roughly what it looks like. Yeah. Um, to anyone that hasn't, I'm going to be posting the link and also show that link here. There we go. So if you go to that page on our website, you'll see that the Tour de Mont Blanc is all there and live. It's got two dates. That is uh, are available um yeah. so I'll, I'll leave that in the comments i will and hide that from the screen but is in the comments have a little look um just so you can see the the actual trip and you can get a feel for the itinerary and um obviously some images there any questions obviously you can download the guide as well um do have a little look on that um and yeah love to have you on um as a a never trekker in in the alps which is again um, kind of a it is new for us so yeah. um you know any new trip um, especially over the first couple of years you know we, we like to kind of tweak and change but we feel like we got this one in terms of the itinerary um th there are some kind of things impacted i think one thing we're, we're learning while putting this trip together is that sometimes the itinerary can change uh, you're speaking to that team on the ground um but not much compared to what's on there so if you have a look at that itinerary yeah. Um, and you'll be able to see then the, the kind of route that goes around um, Mont Blanc. Yeah, well, anyone that's been to the Alps and stuff like that, <coughs> you, know, you know, if you can get heavy snowfall, you can get out-of-season mm. snowfall. Um, so you have to adapt. And the Tour de Mont Blanc is a vast, vast route yes. around the whole Mont Blanc Massif. So there's many different routes we can take, even yeah. from day to day. You know, there are harder and slightly easier ones that we can do. Yeah. Um, so it's great that we've got, like, built in, like, tons and tons and tons of options. Um, I have seen someone um, throwing some shade there at our mountains. Oh, really? Yeah, said that they used to teach art and these peaks are terrible. <laughs> Who and, said that? Uh, I don't. I think it was Andrew Scott. And Andrew, let me, let me you, you, you're right. Ro <laughs> wow, Rosie's heart will be bleeding right now because she spent she three did. long minutes drawing those. Three long minutes. Yeah, she did very well. Not only that, she had to do the flags. Yeah, yeah, Rosie's the one. So it, it used to be me that used to do like the write the winner boards and stuff like that. And now um now Rosie does it. Oh, she's so, <laughs> and, she, and she's so happy to do it as Brilliant. well. Um whilst we're here as well, Zach, um, our wonderful musical Yeti, has put together a little video, um, just some some bits that we've pulled from, from Tour de Mont Blanc. I'm gonna play it now. Um, so have a little look at it. Um, it shouldn't be too long, I think it's about 15 20 seconds. So I'm gonna play it. You won't be able to hear us, mm. watch the video and uh, enjoy.
let that play out there. That's quite nice music on that. It's a bit of a long ending, wasn't it? <laughs> 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 that was a very dramatic ending yeah, on that. that was very but, um, dramatic, thanks yeah. for, for Zach. I hadn't actually seen that, so that was my first time I'd seen that actually. <clears throat> Um, since Zach put that um, those few clips together, but I hope that gives a little intro into um, into the, the the Alps and uh, you know the trek is is around the the heart of the Alps through three countries. Yeah, um, and it's a toughie, um, like all of our trips and <clears throat> all of our challenges. You know, none of them are, are super easy, but that journey is um, yeah, it looks looks fantastic, doesn't it? And uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, I'll, I'll let ah. I'll let Zach know. Andrew changes mind. He says, "Yep, looks excellent." And I think he's referring <laughs> to the peaks. Oh, do you think he's referring? Yeah, to the peaks? No, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no need to clarify that. I know that to be on any reasonable doubt. Um, but yeah, no, I am super, super excited about this one. It's been a long time coming. This uh, yeah. Tour de Mont Blanc. I think that it's well, you know, doing. I've been doing research on it, and you know, we've been visiting yeah. the Alps a while now yes. and there's so many sort of magnificent facts about it like yeah. it is probably one of the world's oldest trekking routes it is isn't it? it's been around for yeah. a while it's, it's definitely iconic and it's up there with with everest base camp with with kilimanjaro with machu picchu in terms of you know like in the community there's always the talk about oh, who's doing tour de mont blanc and yeah excuse me um yeah that, that's for a reason isn't it it's because it's been there for so long and um clearly when there was no tunnel going through mont blanc Walking around it and, and must have been the only way to get around it at some point. So there's, yeah. there's quite a lot of history there. Exactly, and it's um, yeah, it's uh, oh, God, my, my my second fact was going to be there because I was just, do you know what you said? That's tunnel. It. I remember the post where they they closed it at the minute. Like, really? Uh, just for some maintenance. Yeah. Oh wow. So we, like, we don't we don't go through it anyway. We're okay. We go around. Yeah, we go we, around. we look we like them. I think way, it's only we? if you want to drive from Colmier to Chamonix that that that's, is that what yeah, it is? that's been affected. Yeah. Now they've had to. Come I out. get so much. My my algorithm <laughs> is so destroyed from like trip research <laughs> but like any time of the year when oh, i'm yes. building a trip i only get fed stuff about that region so yeah it's true isn't it because it is all encompassing when we're planning trips but no really exciting um i think jerome has a, has a really important question do they have yetis in france well they do now nice good yeah, response they good do response now. Dave. yeah they do now i think they're called a, are they abominable snowmen or is that what they're called in, in north, america? In north america sasquatch in north america sasquatch in north america uh yeti and <clears throat> i think they're Himalaya. just called welsh in europe aren't they just called welsh <laughs> yeah, yeah no only joking but only no joking. yeah so um yeah they do now yeah loads of them there's, gonna, there's yeah. gonna be hordes of them actually uh, what, 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 <clears throat> can we come up with what a collective name for yetis is i don't know i i i, I put it out to the community what would a collective noun for yetis be any any ideas any um anyone's brain matter on fire just uh oh, yeah i forgot jerome speaks french doesn't he he does lenige abominable is that abominable? what it is i can't speak i was gonna say our uh, pronunciation of that is um is, is... Le Homme <laughs> de Nige abominable. Don't know. uh mob blog has been on my list for a while I was considering doing next year thanks guys yeah the two dates we have uh obviously on the the website um don't forget to look at the link and um, you know, we're talking about the because uh, one of the questions that obviously comes up is you know what's the best time to go uh, a flurry agreed a, a flurry, flurry of yetis <laughs> i uh <clears throat> that is quality that is oh yeah you know what yeah let's 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 a right, flurry let's, of yetis sign seal delivered that's, actually that's it. it is so that might be the actual term <clears throat> amanda every time dave wears this t-shirt it reminds me i must buy one honestly you be dave you've had this for a while right there's this there's, is popular on the t-shirt i think this is probably nearly 10 years old now so you might struggle to find one 
but it's got holes in it. It's very nice. I mean, it's now got pen on it. Maybe you should sell it. So I don't think anyone will buy it. I think I've worn this so much, like a, a first stiff breeze, and this will disintegrate like a dry leaf. <laughs> but um, <coughs> I, I like oh, yeah. it. I like it. It's um, you know, it's colourful. You know, I, I, it's a nice rainbow. I'm, it's I'm, a very sta- nice I'm standing rainbow. up for a cause. Exactly. I'll be honest. I didn't know that when I bought it. I just bought it because it was colourful, but still happy to rep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. Um, a pub full of yetis. I mean, that's kind of an average Saturday night bride, to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd say average. Really good. Um, anyway, really Brian, good. Brian's just uh, what? He must be just back from. Um... I was gonna say he's uh, he's probably wiping off the um, the volcanic dust from Killy. Yeah. <coughs> well um, done, Brian. Well done. Another yeah, big summit. Huge congratulations, mate. And um, yeah, I hope you had a good hydration on the way down, um, especially at the Springlands. Um, but yeah, Brian, it's um it's there, mate. Have a little look at it. I know you um you're interested in in, in some of those trips. Um, offer the shirt as a prize, Andy Howie. Hey, I, I, mean, I really I, want this shirt up. I'll be honest, I'd happily do it, but I. But they're, they're you're not, attached. You're attached. There's a lot of. Well, no, they can. <laughs> like, if someone would say, "Can I have it?" I'd give it to them. But like, okay. I, I, I honestly be careful with that because you're going to no, get the question. I, I, I genuinely think that the camera is making it look a lot better condition than it is. It's faded and ripped, and it's got holes. Yeah, in but it. you know what that says about it? It's been on a journey. Look, look at these holes here. Where do they come from? They just arise. Um, Are they moth holes? I don't really know. They're after a while. No, there's definitely pen on it now. That's from doing that board. Is that a question mark? It's kind of a question mark. I was, I was, oh, wow, Dave. Dave huh? Anyway, I thought they bought one of the Evertrek t-shirts, but there we are. You can have North Face. Listen, <laughs> first person to email me and want this scabby old t-shirt, they can have it. Exactly. Um, Lee makes a good point, though. The Tour de Mont Blanc. <clears throat> sorry, my voice this morning. Um, yeah, the Tour de Mont Blanc uh, is trekking around it, not ascending it, if anyone's confused. Yeah, exactly. Tour de Mont Blanc is... We're talking about circular routes here. We're not talking about the ascent of Mont Blanc. Um, you know that is on our um, agenda as well. But the Tour de Mont Blanc is um, is the tour of it as such. If you uh, um, hopefully does what it says on um, the tin. <laughs> Paul, did you wear that Glencoe challenge? Paul, how you doing, mate? Good to see you. Very possible, I did. Yeah, very possible. I, I can't did. remember actually. I thought you would have worn something like trekky. Trekky. I mean, not that this isn't. This is more style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Jerome Kapili cough has been around for um it's still the Kumbu cough from about four years ago, Jerome. Yeah, Definitely. exactly. But um it used to be a thing where you know we do video replies, just a little aside. Yeah. But me and Andy were like working together because we used to work like this close to each other. Back and, when it was just yeah, back when it was just two of us. Right? Yeah, and I go, yeah. okay, I'm gonna do a video. And I go, Hey Jerome, and I like, say, <laughs> 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 it's funny. Yeah, it's the um it's I can't wait for this Nearly operation done. I've got on my nose. I know it's very close. I had a date. I was hoping to get it done Friday. Yeah, <clears throat> it looks like it's not far away now. If you remember it, Paul, then I must have been wearing it. Um, he, Paul, that is a good memory. That Jeez, is a good I memory. Mean, I, I struggled mean, to remember any more yesterday. T-shirt to remember, but um, clearly like, Paul likes it as well. Do you know what? I'm pretty certain the Friday before we had some pictures taken. Ah, with um, evidence as as evidence. Shona, that was, Shona, yeah, that with was it. Shona and Paula who so met us. Yeah. If there's one there, yeah. I will give Paul Seward the medal for best memory. Nice. It's a it's a pretend. <clears throat> it only exists in my words. <laughs> Love it. Kumbu cough, all that dust. Basically, ten years of dusty yakpu. Where you were. <clears throat> Agreed. Um, any questions are around Tour de Mont Blanc and Kumbu cough, uh, for that matter? Mm. Um, definitely far away because obviously that's what we're here for as well. Um, just to answer any questions about it. But just Dave, while I sort my 
throw it out. Yeah, mate, you take your time. Best club year to track Todd Oh, uh, well. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna die anytime. Oh, soon. I tell you what, Fingers mate, just another little aside. If you ever cough or choke very handy, it's 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 safer to cut to choke. And by choked ones, and you went, I get it, Dave. Ah, like, well, I didn't want you to die. No, mate, yeah, you brought up um, a couple of ribs, I think. <laughs> but um, yeah, so best time to go to uh, Montblanc, I think probably kind of May to September, probably the peak, peak time is, is, is our summer. It's the summer. Their seasons are pretty much the same as ours. June to August, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, that's like the, that's like the peak <coughs> time where you're going to have the best weather. It's yes. one of those where it's not really possible to do all of the touring like winter because we were thinking we'd love to get out there in winter 100%, yeah yeah but, but it's closed the difficulty is that a lot of the places where we're trekking they turn into like ski runs and if you've ever you've been to a ski resort in the yeah. Alps, you realize that the snow is like can be like waist deep yeah. easily so yeah it's it's more of a snowshoe and adventure then who knows maybe we'll do that now it'd be interesting wouldn't it but looking at the logistics quite tough because a yeah. lot of the passes are closed but um yeah so summertime and and, and Tommy's good point there. Will it be busy? And actually, the 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 we've split the the groups. Sorry, split the uh, the two dates that we've got. Excuse me. Um, the first date um, in July will be before the summer holidays. So essentially, June and the first two or three weeks of July tend to be the quietest. Mm-hmm. You get the best weather. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, it's, it's all changing, right? But, you know, because the weather's evolving, climate's evolving. But generally, the best times are June and the first few weeks of. of of July, they're the quietest. Yeah. But the best weather is then the second, the last two weeks of July and August, sometimes into September. Those are the, um, I'd say, the busiest times. But also, you do get the best weather. Yeah. Um, so we've got a date in in, in both of those periods. <clears throat> so you want slightly warmer weather, um, which can change. Uh, it's, it's Europe, you know what it's like. Um, or uh, you can go sort of earlier on the the first trip, um, which you know both I'm sure will be really popular and. You know, we talk about busy as well. It's it's very similar to talking about maybe the EBC track or mm-hmm. Machu Picchu, even Kili. They're all busy at certain times of the day, certain times of the track because yeah. of you know the the, the type of um, trails you're going through. Like especially over Space Camp, the yeah. first day or two, <clears throat> you're walking on paths where you can't really go around too much. as like one path, and naturally that kind of bottlenecks people. And I think there's parts of that on on around the Mont Blanc, uh, the Tour de Mont Blanc. But there's a lot of areas where actually it opens up and you're in in the valleys and you've got a bit more space. Mm. So yeah, it's not going to be you know I I sometimes use this analogy and it's not going to be the M25, but it's um you know you'll find your own peace, you'll find your own quiet yeah um, around those times. But if you do want to you know have a little bit more of a quiet time, probably the best time would be the uh, that date in July, so June and then yeah. into July. And also starting <clears> from <throat> my ear as well is better for you in terms of yes. this because of Chamonix. And Chamonix, yeah, being, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, being very popular and yeah. dense and there's not just trekkers, there's mountaineers and holiday yeah. makers and stuff like that all in yeah. the area at the same time. Going out and starting at a slightly different location means that you do get <clears> the opportunity <throat> for quieter points along the trek. Yeah, it stretches if, out. If you yeah. imagine, I mean, anywhere, like you said, and where you go, where people want yeah. to go there's you're going to bump into some people however i've never found like a lot you know ebc can run into some criticism about being a bit of a a bit of a busy trail that's largely bred i think from scenes yeah. on the mountain however i've never once felt that it's ever impacted my trip or anything like that yeah i mean every time i've been out there and sure i've waited you know for some people to cross a bridge or go in a narrow corner 
what's the rush i'm just sitting i'm relaxing it's a good yep. opportunity to catch up with the rest of the group chat to new people yeah and we've made some fantastic friends and met some real characters that just yeah. make your trip and part 100%. of what we talk about when we come back sometimes is oh do you remember that guy we met in that lodge like yeah. he was amazing you know yeah, and it's, it's just as exciting as, <clears throat> as, as the mountain but equally there's always a moment on every single trip well there's more than one moment almost a moment a day or several yeah. a day where you just find yourself on your own you look yeah. ahead no one ahead no one behind mont blanc or everest right there to keep you company and you just sit down and you have a little think to yourself and think pretty lucky to be a tiny little speck on this mountain right now you're on my own you know <laughs> deep dave deep i love it though mate. love it and you're 100 percent right you you know on all of these tracks in remote regions because they are remote more you know compared to to hiking um you know a lot of the the, the kind of national parks in the uk um, which are very privileged to and lucky to have right um but definitely quieter than that um and Tom makes a good point, you know, waiting also helps with altitude, to be fair. 100% does. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, go to slowly. Fair. Definitely. Slow and steady. Um, with regards to, uh, I know there's a couple of questions here, like prices and things like that. What I'll do is I'll make sure I think it's a good time now. <clears throat> um, so the actual um, trip price, um, let me just get the, I think it's two, yeah, 2395. So uh, 2395 pounds is the, is the, the track for obviously the land only stuff. Um, but I'm going to be adding something here as well, which I'll show on the screen, which is a little launch code that we're doing. So TMB 200. So you can get 200 pound off that if you do book on or pay a deposit before the 30th um, of March. Um, so any of you interested, use that code. We are following up after this um, with emails and also some details in, in the Evertracker group as well. Um, but wanted to do you guys obviously on the live um, a TMB 200 and you'll get 200 pound off um, for uh, yeah booking in, uh, which is great off that trip. So yeah, take 200 pound off the price I just said. What's that? Which is 2195. Um, yeah, so definitely it's. Uh, I won't even mention what the army is me paying. Um, I'm sure, Lee. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, and don't forget you can um, spread out the costs, especially if you go on our trips next year, um, over the next uh, sort of 14 to 15 months, if you wanted to pay monthly choose that at checkout um or if you wanted to to just i mean a lot of people are, are just paying in full and getting um getting their trip paid up if you do that um again we'll send more details on email um but if you type in full 150 um because obviously you know if, you, if, you, if you're paying in full that's that's great um you will get an additional 150 off so yeah it's not bad eh um that's up until the um 30th of march uh, and we'll, again we'll be posting those details to email um uh, and on the Facebook group. Magical. Um, yeah, thought I'd uh, get my blatant promotion in there, guys. <laughs> well, well, whilst, we're, whilst we're on, whilst we're on. Um, do you want to, should we dive into a couple of cues? Mm. We've got one here. From... You've had some before. I know they're not necessarily, not necessarily um, TMB, but <clears> they're, <throat> we, you know, we have, we have any right. question, any That's question. Right. We, we, you know, don't think we've ever really stuck to no. one topic. We never have. Ever. 141 <laughs> episodes, and I think yeah. we've covered most things. Yes. Um, Nigel Hawks, do we need BC next March? Awesome, silly question. No such thing. No. Um, does E stand for Everest? So there, there's a silly question. No, you didn't ask that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there washing? That's not a silly question. No, no. Is there washing facilities on route? Would normally take 14 pairs of boxes for a two-week holiday, but can wow. I see that being a sensible option? Yeah, Nigel. So basically, you're only allowed two. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, I'm joking. And <laughs> yeah. So generally on. So yeah, so when you're talking about a 14-day trip, 
you're actually trekking for 11 days. Yeah. So we, I usually probably bring about five pairs with me for the 11 days. What I recommend you do, don't bring regular cotton boxes and stuff like that. They're absolutely useless for trekking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll get soaked and saturated with sweat and stinky and you'll just want to get rid of them. Get something like Merino wool boxes or smart wool or something from these brands that we did a we did a whole live, didn't we? We did. On undercrackers. Undercrackers, yeah. So I honestly highly recommend uh, knickers. Yeah, you put a link Bras. to that. So maybe those uh, the Yetis can put a link to that live. Maybe can we do something like that? Yeah, yeah, there could also be other. Yeah, or, I think, or, I think or go, on or go back. It's not that far. It's the last. It's within the last four we did. Um, it's think, a good live. Yeah. So we talk about a lot, and we had even we had some amazing recommendations about boxes and stuff like that. Excuse me. So that's how you solve yep. the boxer problem by getting boxes that you can use. So I'll have five pairs. So wear pair a day, pair a day, pair a day, and on day six I go back to the, to pair one yep. and stuff like that. So it's not that bad. Yep. Um, washing facilities, there are some in the lodges, but what we recommend you do is bring something like wet wipes. Um, usually, what I do is I've got like a like a quite a big Ziploc bag. Um, I'll use wet wipes to have a wash. I'll put them dirty ones in the bag, take them back, and then get rid of them properly. Yep. Um, yeah, that's generally how you keep clean on the mountain. There is a couple of showers, so like Namshi, maybe Dingboche as well. Um, it's up to you whether you want to kind of use them. Yeah. Generally speaking, I'll just like get by with a with a bit of a wipe. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And you know, everyone's different, and you know, we do get people who bring more, some bring less. Um, it's up to you. But yeah, it's very hard to wash your clothes at altitude just because, uh, especially during kind of either March into April, especially October into November, because it's quite cold. So they're hard to dry. Um, although the sun is like beating down and it can work. I, I, you do see and you will see on the trek some people with their shorts or pants on the back of their bag drying. Um, but we just recommend, you know, imagine every bit of cloven item as like your uh, almost like a suit and you're wearing it and you know get comfortable with you you're going to be a little bit dusty a little bit dirty but so is everyone else um so yeah it's definitely uh, uh something you get you get used to yeah but yeah good point dave good point i'll um i'm gonna kind of i know there's loads of questions i'm gonna speed ahead because i think a really good question uh where was it from i think it was jerome actually nearest airport for the mont blanc track is um essentially if you fly into turin which is so it's in italy um to um you know obviously the transfer mm. to to Courmayeur is where we start um that is the the airport there are we can make allowances for other airports like geneva is, is not a million miles uh, milan as well um not a million miles away but um we're going to be using a kind of either milan or turin essentially for, for arrivals yeah. and pickups i've flown into turin yeah i so say it's pretty pretty easy pretty good yeah, airport stunning view on arrival in turin absolutely beautiful there we go uh i think jody's put the link there to um what about the underwear so yes you got the link to, to that live so yeah i hope that helps um yeah so yeah i hope that answers sorry I, I know we're kind of answering two questions but yeah around the airports turin or milan yeah. definitely the ones but geneva is a possibility but it's a little bit far definitely closer to go to the yeah other i think um turin is about 150 kilometers yeah and um milan i think it's about 215 kilometers Okay, so a little bit Geneva further. about the same again, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chris, nice. Christine Parker has said, um, "Can you recommend any decent insurance companies as the ones that yeah. keep popping up are super expensive?" So yeah, insurance, and unfortunately, is it's it's always going to be a little bit costly. 
uh, we use predominantly a company called True Traveler. Um, there's also another company called yeah. Campbell Irvin. There's also another company called Big Cat. Those are the three main ones that kind of spring up a lot. Um, I've got some quotes for some other people with some like pre-existing conditions and yeah. things like that um, from True Traveler, and it's never never that expensive. Yeah. Um, I've recently got them for a couple of skiing holidays, use True Traveler, um, and I now I'm lucky enough to actually have a pre-existing condition. It's great. Um, or with a knee. With a knee, yeah. So, and it, it's always been fairly reasonable. So, but it does depend on your circumstances. But try those, uh, Christine, and um, yeah, hopefully you'll, you'll you'll get a decent policy. Nice. Um, yeah, there's there's a few companies out there, and it's always, I think, unfortunately, because of the, um, especially with uh, Everest Base Camp, uh, any, I mean, any track, any high altitude track, um, they do get expensive. Um, and and Marky V makes a good point on there. Um, you know, as, uh, as as you do get older, they do become more expensive, unfortunately. Um, yeah, because I used to get insurance for like sixty pounds from True Traveler, and it is it's definitely gone up even over the last like several years. Um, but I think you know these are insurance companies, and and you know these are you know if you're using Big Cat or using um, Campbell Irvin or you're using True Traveler, um, it's just good knowing that it's in place. Yeah, um, and it's there, and you know if you need to get get out of Dodge, it, they, they they are they're the three that we would. Um, um, use. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of companies out there. They're the ones we kind of see in the community that are used a lot, and also as well that we have kind of good relationships with. And um, um, you know, obviously, we uh, Tim Riley at True Traveler. <clears throat> he's a good friend of ours, and yeah, uh, it's always good to kind of you know gives us updates, and it's always good to kind of hear how things are going. And um, because it's been challenging for them, obviously, in the pandemic and post pandemic, and um, uh, yeah, if we can get it, but we, if we can get it as cheap as we can, happy days, right? Yeah. But it's uh, it can be challenging at the moment, especially with some of these kind of the ancillary stuff around like insurance flights. You know, they are unfortunately at the moment they are quite expensive. Um, but hopefully, um, by you know, uh, in terms of the trip, we can kind of help with some financials if we can, you know, maybe offer some some money off. But also, I think the pay monthly stuff, um, you know, we're finding helps a lot of people. Um, kind of manage uh, that money uh, over the time before you go for a trip. Um, yeah, so hope that helps. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what else we got, Dave? We got uh, Chris Collins like to do more. Um, actually, sorry, Info. I, I'm, I'm, I've skipped one. I've skipped one. Jerome said, hi, guys. Ooh. Getting serious thought the swapping tube cal in November for the new Mont Blanc. Nice. Would like uh, this to be one of the first. Um, would like to, to be one of the first. Yeah, I mean, if you yeah, want to July be, next year. Yeah, July next year. If you want to be one of the first, Jerome, uh, yeah. to jump on. 13th of July. Lucky for some. Uh, <laughs> it's a Saturday, not a Friday. Um, no, but uh, Jerome, yeah, you, you know, we, we offer lots of flexibility. If you want to jump on that trip, we'd love to have you on there. Um, you know, uh, myself or Dave are going to be on one of the trips next year. Um, um, you know, we're not sure which one yet, but definitely um, you'd love to, to have you on those trips. Yeah. Um, especially be one of the first ever trackers to be on there, mate. We'd uh, 100%. Awesome. Um, you know, as we hike over, um, I think the highest we, we actually go up to, uh, as a trek, obviously there are cable cars and different things, but the highest you trek is like 2,650 meters. Um, so it's decent. It's kind of strange because that's Fakding, which is the lowest point on the Everest Base Camp trek. Mm. But it's still challenging. <laughs> it's still like, in one, one of the days, there's like 900,000 yeah, meters of ascent. You fly most of the way up. To I suppose there, you, do, you know what I mean? So when, yeah. when, you, when you've got to walk that ascent, that's, um, that's where the challenge comes in. Um, yeah, so Chris Collins said, I'd like to know more about Aconcagua, um, our uh, ultimate Aconcagua track. Yeah, sure. Will we do a live on that one day? I think we will, yeah. Um, we've talked about it 
over the years. But yeah, I know what you mean. Well, it's, it's quite a niche trip um, yeah. in terms of it. But yeah, any questions, Chris, about it? Fire away. We can we can uh, answer them today as well, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at some point, we're almost certainly going to go there. Well, we're, and, we're planning, to, planning to in January. Yeah. Uh, personally, so I, but we're, I, I think we're on a few trips there. Could be something off the back of that to um, to do a live. To do a live on it and something from like that. Akon Kagura. From Akon Kagura. From Akon Kagura. That'd, That'd be great, great wouldn't it? I can't wait. Uh, but yeah, Chris, any any um, any questions on Aconcagua, mate? Far away, where that's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, what does Lee ask? I'm just <laughs> Jerome Lodges or Auber Auberges Auberges. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be using um, lodges. Some actually, depending on the weather as well, we might be able to stay in the refugios, which is quite cool. So in Italy, that they're like refuges. But in Italy, they're called refugios. Um, refuges in France, France and Switzerland. And then we come back to the refugios. I love that word. Refugio. Because I remember growing up um, and thinking, you know, I, I didn't speak Italian. But if I thought Italian, I'd, all I'd add is IOS to the end. And I thought that was Italian. IOS. Like refugios. Like it's Italian. They they end in a vowel mostly, don't they? Do they? Oh, oh refugio. Yeah, refugio. Yeah, I, was, I was being plural because there's, oh, there's, more, than there's more than one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It reminds me of Peter Pan. Rufio. But... um. You know that um, movie it. with just uh, is it Dustin Hoffman as Hook? Anyway, uh, um, yes, yeah, I always forget who's Hook. Good um, yeah, good time. <laughs> Steers back on uh, Jerome again. Yeah. Um, I think this is because it's it's in France. We, we've sparked his interest. Um, He's loving it. He's we're loving it. Translating Jerome. through different countries as British <laughs> tourists, where we need to present our passports. But most of the time, no. I mean, yeah. you're going to have it with you anyway because. This yeah. is one of those treks where kind of you arrive and kind of everything kind of goes with you. So yeah. you arrive where you need for the trek. So almost certainly no. I mean, if you've <clears> ever been on a skiing holiday and you can get a lift over to France and do some skiing there and come back, yeah. generally speaking, you can pass freely. Um, I wouldn't want to say 100% no, because you never know what bureaucracy might make it out to the region. Yeah. Um, but um, almost certainly no. And for the most part, definitely not. Nice. Some good comments as well. I'm just reading some there. I think um, Emily mentioned... Uh, hey Emily, how you doing? Um, where's Emily's comment? I'm just trying to write it. Yeah, hoping for Aconcagua start at 25. Nice. 100%. We'd love to have you on that trip. Um, Emily, definitely. And, and it's interesting, yeah, because Tom did uh, true travel insurance for EBC in 2022. Only oh, 60 pounds. Amazing. But that is really good. Um, but for Europe instead of Nepal. So. <laughs> oh no, that's why it was so cheap. <laughs> I was reading through that thinking 60 pounds until I got to the end. Well, luckily, luckily, it was all good, right, uh, Tom? Uh, <laughs> brilliant, though. At least you saved a lot. Well, yeah, I was like, I've never got like. I know, I thought that. Days. I was like, wow. Well, I went in 2016, and uh, I think it was, I think I pay about 200 quid now. But I'm getting also, yeah. I'm in two, in well, on the 4th of May, I'll be, I'll be in a new age bracket. So that'll be, that'll, I'm, sure it'll, I'm sure it'll go up then it's as well. Just a number. Just a number. Um, Marky V, uh, back to circuits on ACT. So they had to put a circuit trek, which is awesome. Uh, there's one day you climb over 1,600 meters. Yeah. Is that Thoringla? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Thoringla is is a, is a beast. Um, yeah, Marky V, what was it like getting over Thoringla? I, uh, I, I say I've not been up to Thoringla myself, but I've heard it's it's a, it's a bit of a beast. Yeah. Um, definitely. Yeah, I've, I've heard. Hey, Star Wars, baby. I am. May the 4th be with you. Oh, yeah, of course. My brother was born two years later on May 5th. Revenge so of the he's 5th. Revenge of the 5th. Um, yeah, that's how it works. But um, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> it's when some days, unfortunately, you know, there's no way around it. We have yeah. to do like big, big, big altitude days. ascents. 
Um, I was it's having this cal, isn't it? That's, I mean, we do thirteen hundred meters in the one day, then thousand the next. Yeah. I mean, so if this... you if you were to look up what the NHS recommendations are for like altitude gain in a day and stuff like that, no one would ever climb any mountains. Yeah, because uh, we, we've read that because we yeah, they, we we, we yeah. were, I was discussing it with someone like a little while ago, and they were like asking, "How do you get around that?" And I was like, yeah. "Well, those are guidelines." For normal living they're more like guidelines anyway right you know exactly, <laughs> no, NHS, yeah. obviously listen to the advice but yeah but, altitudes are a, a, a niche, but, niche subject but yeah but those guys they're, they're guidelines for normal living yeah like climbing mountains is a relatively extreme activity yeah climbing high altitude mountains is a really extreme activity yes and the whole point is that we're pitching ourselves physically against the altitude against the terrain yeah against the you know the the exertion and we're going to see if we can if we can pass the test you know and, and that's why yeah. some days unfortunately there's no way there's no way to get from the tupacal refuge to the summit of tupacal without, <laughs> without doing about was, a thousand meters i was gonna say that is you know, very like, true that's very true you know and um it's yeah. interesting you say it like that um good question actually from cameron uh when typically the flights from the UK to Kathmandu come out in your experience. Um, normally, it's it, it's within 12 months. You can get some that are over. So if you go on any kind of flight comparison website, Skyscanner, Momondo, um, you know, any of those, um, Trivago, more for hotels, but for flights as well. Um, yeah, it's normally it's about 12 months. And then generally, then it kind of it kind of decreases and then goes back up. Although over the last couple of years, it's been very hard to kind of guess. It used to be a lot easier to kind of um, guess and, and, or advise when to book flights. Like normally we would say like six to nine months would be kind of the, the good good time to book your flights. Um, now, sometimes it's like, well, get them when you can because the um, you know flight prices have gone up so much. I mean, geez, the, the first time I went to Everest in 2016, I got a flight to Nepal for three hundred and forty pounds return. Me and Billy, which is nuts, three hundred and sixty quid each return. Yeah, with Air India, and now you're lucky to get it under a grand. Yeah, I'd say seven hundred to a grand. Seven hundred. You know, it used to be four hundred to seven hundred pound the average. So it has gone up, um, and you know, it definitely is it is challenging at the moment. I think. Yeah. I know we did a live all about flights and also about um, some of the the different ways to kind of maybe save money with flights um if you any any people on the summit zone um it, we did a little workshop on that around maybe how to to try and do a few things to get some um, um to save a few bob on yeah. the on the flights it's quite hard these days <clears throat> i think i was doing a live example didn't exactly work out but excuse me i did find it's cheap the, flights. it's the principle it's the principle but um yeah, <laughs> shopping so, around as chris said exactly jimbo hey, blues hi uh, yeah, mate. hey jim I, how you doing i know this doesn't look at me 40 in a couple of months but jim is just back from tupacal he is just back from tupacal what a love the summer pictures what a as well fun day tupacal is <laughs> <laughs> yeah how was it jim how was it let us know how you um how you, how you felt on the summit and it's brutal on the top isn't it it's quite it's, uh, on the way up it's quite steep as you go through the the kind of um uh, the valley yeah sorry dave i'm bringing up bad memories no no i love tupacal uh, actually tupacal <laughs> rain one I'll be honest with you, if I could have teleported off the mountain to a beach somewhere, I would have done it like that. But Tupacal Rain 2, even yeah. though it was a real ass kicker in terms of the weather and stuff like that, had an absolutely amazing time. I'm doing it again. What, Tupacal? In the, did you want to draw a cup? 
Uh, in the, in, I believe them. In the, in the, in the, in the, in the no, I love, I love a couple, of, a couple of mates hit me up recently, and they want to go and do you it know in what? December. Could be a good idea. If I'm not in the pool, mate, I'll. I'll yeah, but I was them. thinking going out there with my mates. They go up to Tuka. We can do the neighbouring peaks. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. I've already hit the summit. So they tease me, Dave. I, 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 I could do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Andy Howie, 2017. I paid 420. Just booked for KTM. <laughs> November 800 pound. I know. Yeah, it's it's crazy, isn't it? Um, absolutely crazy. Amanda, fall in love with the Atlas Mountains. Yeah, it's uh, it's such a beautiful spot, isn't it? Um, People are amazing as well. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I love. I, I I enjoyed Marrakesh. Yeah, but I loved Imlil. Mm -hmm. I know it's not a huge amount there, but there was something about getting in a car in Marrakesh, peaceful, though, leaving. Yeah, and then when you get out at Imlil at the lodge, it's the only once <laughs> before have I noticed a difference in air quality. And that was when we went to Pokhara that one time. That's true. Yeah. From Kathmandu. Yeah. And I had the same thing. I got off. It was quiet. It was peaceful. Yeah. And the air was so clean that I was like, yeah. I might just come straight to him <laughs> next time. I love him. Also, Jerome, that has got to be like, he said, a summit of yetis. That he's been, that, that's been cooking I was gonna <laughs> for, say that, for that, 20 minutes or more. 20 minutes? More like 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they uh they do they do fly by but um no it's been, it's been great though chatting about you know different things around circular routes i know we've kind of uh given uh you know tour de mont blanc tmb as we're going to call it um a lot of uh you know screen time but you know it is something we're really excited about and it's definitely going to go alongside you know the three passes mm -hmm. it's going to go alongside you know some of the other circular trips that we do um because it's uh you know it is going to be a great a great route so have a little look um uh, again the um i will put this in the comments again just because i can't help but share it i mean another one with the yeah the circular route someone's mentioned the eight day tukal if you love if you want yeah, to really experience the atlas mountains yeah yeah eight day tukal and you get to climb a second peak after the summit day where you see like a plane wreckage amazing yeah and it's um you know depending on the weather because it can be i mean that's the thing with the atlas mountains it can be sunny but it can be brutal. I, I will, experience a couple of I will never go back in the summer. Yeah. If I go to Morocco in the summer, I'm telling you, I'm going like to a resort. Uh, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. A resort. Brilliant. Uh, Jim, great trek, hard and enjoyable. Yeah, I two very, very accurate words there, mate. Yeah. Uh, great guide, uh, brilliant group of ever trekkers, plenty of space in the refuge. 13 in your room. Wow. That's cozy. Well, mate, <laughs> when we went with jen it's like probably 25 really the, like the, the lodge quite lucky when I, when I was there I, I think we only had like eight of us in the room when we great. were there yeah yeah the first, first time. time oh yeah i was like were you there the second time I well, you were there in spirit when you were yeah. very nearly a spirit <laughs> I was like, there's a picture of me in my sleeping bag just like oh. diane's like hey diane how you doing welcome back from like your, your trip Trying to put me off, Dave. <laughs> no, no, no. Honest, always honest. I mean, yeah. I just assume that every one of you, like, if I was talking about a trip and I said, "Oh yeah, it's easy, it's lovely," you'd be uninterested. <laughs> That's and true. And if I said, "Oh true. yeah, this trip's amazing," nearly killed me. First yeah. thing you'd all do is sign up. Good question, actually. With Emily, whilst here, what was the replacement mountain on the summits of Fire Trek if Cotopaxi still erupted? Yeah, it's a good question. We've been chatting um, about Ecuador quite a bit because there's mm -hmm. been. Um, we saw, unfortunately, there was um, an earthquake over there. Luckily, it, it didn't impact the region that we kind of operate in. But anywhere there's a loss of life is, is sad, right? Um, but yeah, you're looking at uh, Kayambe. Kayambe, yeah. Kayambe is the other peak um, that if Cotopaxi is erupting, we'll do Kayambe. Yeah. Um, uh, it's around about similar height. Bigger. Um, 
Uh, I'm not sure. No, it's a similar similar kind of height. I think it's just under six thousand. Yeah, it's a beast. So it's it's essentially another killi in terms of size. Um, but Kayambe um, is also glacial. It's got a lot of snow, snow capped. Um, so it's very similar to Kodapaxi. I know Kodapaxi gets a lot of, um, uh, you know, a, a kind of it's famous because it's active. Mm. But Kayambe is it's is, is, is just as challenging, uh, if not more, it's too uh, hot because on, of the uh, wind. Kodapaxi, right now. Pyroclastic. <laughs> I was going to say you've got to, yeah, and, and this is the thing where we're we're, we're running trips to um, certain certain uh, mountains or volcanoes. Mm. Uh, they they're living things, especially volcanoes, and yeah, we have to yeah to be. Um, you wouldn't uh, be uh, flexible. Lahafin if you went up there, no. Wow, mate, that that's, that's niche, isn't it? That's good. Strong. Do you like it? Yeah, I do like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's just good geography knowledge. Mate, I know about volcanoes. Yeah, that's, that's fine. The only thing I know, I know about volcanoes, you know, and we pyroclastics and stuff like that, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I, I'm useless at other geographical geography. Mate, just, I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed. We're going to have to do a, a geography quiz. You're right? the, yeah, but Andy's, <laughs> Andy's like, he's like a rain man when it comes to rain geography. Um, now, Chimborazo, Lee, you are right. Um, Ecuador is home to the mountain, uh, closest to space. Mm -hmm. It is because you're um, on the equator, uh, not far from the equator, uh, obviously in Ecuador. Um, and Mount Chimborazo is is the one that is closest to um, yeah the space mm. or the line that um, uh, that is is around it us. It differentiates, I think, doesn't it? You, like you, you, I don't think you'll see the space station. Be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, wow, that is funny. That Do you know what? Funny. funny enough, I got another yeah, tangent yeah. recently. So okay. I driving around Newport, yeah, and I saw a bright star. And yeah. then, like right next to it, like at that sort of angle, another bright star. Yeah, no other stars in the sky. Two planets. It was doing my nutting for days, and then I was like, "Why is it no?" Like I had a look. Jupiter and Venus. Jupiter and Venus. Yeah. I was. I knew something was up. Someone asked me, and I and I, I got my um, I the app app called Stellarium. It's really good. If anyone's into their astro stuff, likes to look at the stars, Stellarium is really good. You can get a free app. Yeah. It's a paid version. And yeah, you can kind of look around and see what's around. You've got me on loads of weird apps. You have. What's that one where you take pictures of well, leaves and flowers of it? Oh yeah, ah, oh, it's really good. That is. Well, you know, picture it, this is it called? Picture this, I think is it called. Picture this. Yeah. Picture this. Anyway, picture this and Stellarium. <laughs> two great apps. You got me to download to Stellarium. Believe it or not, on um, after Killy because I was so jealous of you guys looking, looking up at the yeah, sky and I was looking amazing, at your. Yeah, yeah. But I looked them up. Yeah, it was Jupiter and Venus, and I was like. <laughs> I knew something. Or the solar system. Lee, photo pills, one I use a lot. Yeah, very, very good if you're into your photography, especially the, the astro stuff. Photo pills. Um, it's really good to, for planning um, areas where you can do uh, certain shots. Emily Kugel's a second year astrophysics student. I like to think I Emily. know what I like. Listen, I don't know much. You don't Google a bit, have you? I, hey, I know a little bit about <laughs> the astrophysics. Uh, Emily, awesome. Uh, it's glad that we've got some intelligent ever trackers um, and yetis, yeah. and yetis, obviously. Tour de solar system. Yeah, well, we got want to go to, uh, was it Olympus Mons on Mars? The largest mountain in our solar system. Mm -hmm. That would be a trek and a half. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, these apps that we're talking about, though, do, in, you know, enrich. Because you imagine you want to trek, let's just say, around the Alps, Tour de Mont Blanc, and you see some some leaves or plants and you want to find out the name. Or you can use picture mm -hmm. this. And next thing you know, you know, you know what? Um, what you're looking at same as in the sky if you're looking at stars you're, oh my god the milky way and you've got some constellations and you've got an app that shows you what they are i think these enrich your experience i 100 percent agree you know i 100 percent agree definitely I, I i i almost want to go to a quiz with emily because <laughs> emily, i believe you could definitely I, come to one of our I quizzes that would be great myself as knowing about space 
Okay. Well, so you want to kind of challenge? I want to. I want to challenge myself against. I don't think I'd win. I gotta say, I, I'm but I want to. I want to earn Emily's respect. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Watch that space. Yeah. Brilliant. It, no, no, well, that was uh, off the back of what Tom said. Oh, I just give it. Sorry. Well done, Tom. I'm not gonna. Good. I'm not gonna steal that. Yeah. I swiped it. Yeah. Um, Right, we're almost at the end. Uh, sorry, we're, we've, we've kind of divulged into completely different... Anyway, Tour de Mont Blanc is brilliant. <laughs> and I highly recommend you all get on it. Yeah. Um, no, I hope today's been useful in some way. And you know, um, check out Tour de Mont Blanc. Any questions about it, do let us know. Um, obviously, we're back uh, next week with an, a, a different kind of Tuesday tune-in. But yeah, we, we're really excited, uh, obviously, running Tour de Mont Blanc. As I mentioned, um, do use the code TMB200. If you're looking to um, uh, book, um, which I will uh, again bring up on the um, on the screen there, that's the code you can use at checkout. You get two hundred pound off. Uh, I will send the details by email and also on the um, Facebook group. Um, but I hope today has been useful. Yeah, Dave, any any final thoughts, mate? Yeah. Um, I got the question right when we were on holiday recently about the hottest planet in the solar system. Everyone else said Mercury. It's not. It's Venus. It's Venus. Yeah, yeah. yeah are you? Yeah. Are you? You going against? Um, is that against Emily again? Not against Emily. Okay. I want to learn. I want to earn Emily's respect. Uh, but she said you guys already have it. For totally changing my life. Ah, that's nice. Oh, <laughs> shucks. Well, we got. I got tissues over there. Maybe. Yeah. No, honestly. Well, no. Great one. Great one. Um, yeah. No. Honestly, really excited about the Tour de Mont Blanc. We yeah. have been cooking that bad boy for a long, 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 long time. Yes. And it would be. Yeah, it's it's fantastic to finally get it launched and get yep. you guys out there. You're gonna love it, definitely. Um, well, yeah, thanks everyone for joining us. It's been a great Tuesday tune in. Um, yeah, have a wonderful week wherever you're up to, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you next week. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. <laughs>